Hey there, I'm Matt Walker, the host of the Choir Director Corner podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so excited you are here. Before we dive in, I want to tell you about a one-of-a-kind online resource for choir directors, and it's called the Choir Director Corner Community Membership. This membership was designed to give you the training, the resources, the support, and the community you need to be successful in your teaching. Inside the membership, you'll find online courses, which will help you polish your current skills, as well as learn some new strategies and techniques, a PDF resource library with over 50 PDFs and Google Docs that you can use in your daily teaching and workflows, monthly collaboration calls where you can ask questions, get feedback, and collaborate with choir directors just like you, and access to our recommended repertoire videos and repertoire lists. There's even a private Facebook group which gives you another place online to collaborate with other choir directors and ask questions. Being a choir director doesn't have to be a DIY endeavor. It's so much better when it's done together. So head on over to choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership and join us in the Choir Director Corner community membership. There's even a seven day free trial where you can get inside the membership and check it out. Again, that's choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership. All right, on with today's episode. And hello, my friends, and welcome to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. My name is Mount Walker. I am your host. Thanks so much for stopping by and joining me for today's episode. Today, we are talking about an end of the year reflection for choir directors. So I've talked quite a bit about the importance of reflection and self-assessment, self-evaluation for our singers. Well, it's important for us at choir directors. And when this episode comes out... Finally, we have reached June 2022. We have reached the end of the school year. Now, I don't know how your end of the year went. My very last day, all the teachers in our building, we were getting ready to submit all of our grades and turn everything in. And 9.30 that morning, the internet goes down. Not just our school building, but district wide. Everything goes kaput. So that was the last day of our school year and sort of a microcosm of the whole year where what you thought you're going to be doing that day often was not what you ended up doing that day. Always lots of different issues and situations coming up, fires to put out. And so that was, I thought, very fitting. Oh, thought I was going to get grades submitted today. Just kidding. And so had to have an extra day to get everything submitted. But I am finally submitted. Everything is in and now ready to stop and take a moment and reflect on the year. So I have five questions for you, for you to do for your end of the year reflection. And so number one is simply what went well. Now, yes, I am going to go back here and I'll talk about this in just a second. Going back and thinking about 
eh, maybe the things that didn't go quite so well. But overall, I want this to be a very positive process. And to get things started in the right direction, your first question is, just think about what went well. Yeah. So take five to 10 minutes and just writing down on sticky notes or just making a list on a, on a piece of notebook paper. Yeah. Write down all of the things that went well, big and small. Yeah. Celebrate the little successes as well as the larger ones. But really thinking about what was positive this year. And as many of the obstacles and the challenges that we faced, there are a lot of positives. You know, we were able in our program to have our full program of concerts this year in person. Yes, maybe they looked a little bit different than uh, what they did just a few years ago. But yes, we were able to have all of our regular concerts, we are able to have all of those in person with some modifications, but really pretty minimal modifications uh, as far as everything goes and in comparison to what we had to undergo last year as far as what we were teaching and what our performances look like. So take those little successes, those big successes, and let's take a few minutes and make note of those and celebrate those, right? So question number one in your end of the year reflection, what went well? Question number two is kind of an overarching question. So this is going to question that's going to allow you to think big. Okay. Question number two, where do you want your choral program to go moving forward? Right. Thinking about where do you want your program to go moving forward? And I'm going to say, think about the big questions here, the overarching concepts as far as a vision of your program. We'll get down to maybe more specific things here in just a second. But when you look at your program as a whole, where would you like it to go moving forward? Now that could be a lot of things. That could be just logistically, what do you want your rehearsals to look like? Do you want to change up as far as what your ensembles look like, yeah? Are you thinking about your calendar from beginning to end? Are there some things that you want to modify with that? Are there some of your overarching policies in your ensembles that you would like to change, yeah? Are there some points of emphasis inside your ensembles, inside of your rehearsals that you want to modify moving forward, yeah? But thinking about, again, those big picture overarching topics. This is where I want you, again, take a few minutes grabbing some sticky notes or just making a list on a piece of paper. Where do you want your program to go moving forward? And just brainstorm a little bit. Yeah. Think big. And maybe, you know, these are ideas that you just kind of laugh at, like, okay, there's no way that this is going to happen. Right. But don't just think next year. Think a couple of years, think five years, 10 years down the line. If you were to look at your program, what is it going to look like? Yeah. And just take some time, give yourself the opportunity to brainstorm here. So that's number two. Number one, what went well? Number two, where do you want your program to go moving forward? Now, question number three, 
what things need to happen in order to make those things that you listed in question number two a possibility. So again, back to number two, where do you want your program to go moving forward? Now three, what are the things that are going to have to happen in order to get you there, in order to get your singers there, in order to get your program there? So now is you're really thinking about action items, right? So you are brainstorming. What are the things that are really going to have happen? And these can be small things, and these could be, again, getting into that big picture. Well, in order for this and this and this to happen, I need a lot more parent involvement and support in my program, right? What are those things that need to happen to make those vision ideas in the question number two that you just wrote down to make those possible. Okay, so that's question number three. What are the things that need to happen in order to make those tweaks, those additions, or maybe to remove some things from your program, those big picture vision ideas? That's question number three. Question number four, what do you need in order to make these additions or these changes to your program. So three was about the action items. Four, what are the things that you need in order to make that happen? So thinking about what resources do you need? These could be classroom resources. These could be technology. This could be, I need a parent committee right? To take that uh, example of parent support, I need a parent committee that I meet with once a month, even if it's via Zoom, right? To talk about some of the things that are going on in my program and to get support for the things I'm trying to accomplish, right? So that's question number four. What are the things that you need in order to make those additions, those changes to your program that you've been listing, right? So again, get that pad of sticky notes, get that piece of paper and make a list, a wish list. Again, think big. Now, question number five is sort of related to the example, right, that I just mentioned. So the question number four was, what do you need? Question number five is the who. Who can you enlist to make these changes a reality? Because you should not be expecting yourself to do all of this on your own, right? So this might be other staff members in your building. Uh, This might be other choir directors in your area, right? This again, getting into parent involvement. Maybe if that parent committee was, you know, using that same example in question number four, thinking about that parent committee. Now, maybe question number five, you are thinking about the specific parents. Who are the two or three parents that I can engage that I know are going to be supportive of this and can start to people uh, to pull other people into our program to support what I am trying to do that you can then start to delegate some of this work, right? Maybe these are specific people within your program administration that you need to, uh, 
if for lack of a better term, get on board, <laughs> right, with what you are trying to accomplish. So that is question number five. So here are those five questions again. Again, number one, what went well? Number two, big picture, where do you want your program to go moving forward? What are some of those big picture ideas? Question number three, what are the things that need to happen then to move your program closer to that vision, to those big picture ideas? Number four, what are the things that you need in order to make these additions, these changes to your program? What classroom resources? Maybe it's talking about your budget, right? Uh, what technology? What uh, humans do you need, yeah, to uh, further your program uh, further on down the line towards your big picture vision. And then finally, getting to those ideas of humans, who specifically could you enlist to make these changes that you now have brainstormed about your program, these changes a reality? So that's it. My five questions for an end of the year reflection for choir directors. Now, if you want to dig deeper into some of these ideas and some of these concepts, later this month, this episode is coming out at the beginning of June. So later June 2022, I'm going to be teaching a free online workshop creating a new vision for your choir program, where I talk about a lot of these same ideas and where I'm going to share my experiences uh, in building choir programs uh, along my over 15 years of teaching, some of the things that I've seen other choir directors do, some best practices, and really just hopefully helping you to brainstorm what is your vision uh, of a choir program for your future and how do you get there, right? So helping to give you some uh, new tools in your toolbox, helping to act as a sounding board and just helping you to brainstorm what do you want your program to look like and how are you going to get, get, get there? So be on the lookout for that later on here in June 2022. I'm going to take a little time off here at the beginning of June with my family and uh, sort of take a breath, right? And uh, hopefully get a little uh, relaxation, recharging time in. So I hope you are able to do that as well well. But keep an eye out for that. Uh, if you're on our mailing list, you will see information on that. If not, go over to our Facebook group, choirdirectorcornergroup.com is where you can find it. That is our private Facebook group, and I will be posting in there more details as they come available. Well, that's it, my friends. I hope this episode gives you some ideas to start brainstorming, percolating in the back of your brain as far as what you would like your choir program to look like next year, three years down the line, five years, 10 years down the line. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, if you enjoyed this episode, do me a big favor. Go over to wherever you listen to the podcast and give the podcast a five-star rating and review. That's going to help 
other choir directors find this podcast and get me closer to my goal of helping as many choir directors as possible. Well, that's it for this week, my friends. Until next time, keep being awesome. Are you looking for resources that will save you time and frustration? Want to dive deeper into topics related to your teaching? Then check out the Choir Director Corner Community Membership over at choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership.